While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professional licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. Hi, welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind-the-scenes podcast of Beauty Lab and Laser, where you will get all the best and no BS. I'm Heather, the owner of Beauty Lab and Laser, and I'm here with my business partner, Andrea. Hi, I'm Dre, the other owner. The other owner. <laughs> and of course, we are joined by Marillo, our producer. Hello, everyone. And we are joined by Sam. Say hi, Sam. Hi. She's an OG. She has actually been here longer than um, Heather and I. Mm-hmm. Both put together. Oh, my gosh. I know. You're the oldest. Yeah. Do you feel like a grandma? I do. <laughs> you just seem You're this. the oldest in terms of beauty lab years, but you're the youngest in terms of chronological years. Yeah. That's you're true. Right. Yep. Which speaks volumes to your um, capabilities, actually. So we're excited for um, Sammy to be here and give us all the dirt. Sam runs the front desk, and so she gets a lot of um, our questions from our beauty labbers every day and she's really at the forefront of um, information that people are asking and what they want to know and she's got her finger on the pulse of what beauty labbers want and what kind of questions they have. So we thought we'd um, bring her on this week and kind of hammer out some of those things that um, she gets asked probably 10 to 15 to 20 times or 100 times a day. 100 times a day. Great. Those of you who are um, beauty labbers that come to the beauty lab, you know Sam. She's always here. She's been here forever. We love her. She's the best. Um, Also, just because we kind of started the podcast last week with like a little bit more of an introduction to beauty lab and like the history of everything, we thought Sam would be the perfect follow-up. Um, to that, just to kind of continue the story, because really, Sam, you're the one who knows everything. You were here before this practice was Beauty Lab. And um, last podcast, we talked a lot about what makes Beauty Lab different and kind of what what we're all about. And so we wanted to just talk to you about what that was like transitioning from a traditional medical practice to a very non-traditional medical practice, um, which is Beauty Lab. So kind of tell your story, like just how how did you start in this building. <laughs> <laughs> this building started, what, three years, four years ago, I, I want to say. I don't know. When was your first, like, when were you I started here hired? 2015, and, summer of 2015. And you're an esthetician. Yes. By, by trade. By trade. <laughs> I started at the front desk, was hired on by a doctor. Um, he did all insurance-based procedures, pretty much did a lot of things. Just traditional medical, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, he went out of business, of course. <laughs> <laughs> because who has time for traditional medical? Like, tell us some of the things that you would label as traditional medical. The first thing that comes to mind when I first met the you and met this practice, the waiting room. <laughs> and, like, how about the waiting room full of people and saying, oh, he's decided he's going to rebook everybody in two days or something. Oh, yeah. Or how about when he would just text me in the morning and say, I need to reschedule all the clients. Like, how does that make you feel? That gives me anxiety just... Oh, that was her. That was every other day. (laughs) I mean, that was your life. Yeah, he wasn't stable. And everybody knows doctors are crazy. Like, anybody that has worked (laughs) for a doctor knows that. Was it stability or just ego-driven? Like, no medical practice can happen without him, so therefore, he has all the power. Correct. Yeah. It could have been his ego. Um, so I started here 
three, four years ago, 2015, did a lot of insurance-based procedures. He did some cosmetic, but mainly focused on insurance-based. Um, going forward, of course, he went out of practice. Beauty Lab came in, and it's completely different, and I love it because it's something that people want to come into, and you don't want to just sit in the waiting room for three to four hours, go get put in a room <laughs> for another hour. Get rescheduled. Yeah, get rescheduled. <laughs> Get told what you need or how you need it or yeah, what looks or good or what doesn't insurance. work. If anybody has billed insurance, that's just a pain in the butt. Yeah. And that's it- one thing I, I never learned. I, I came in way after that. And so I, I've never experienced that. But from what it seems like. It seems no, you like came just- in one year after she started is all. Yeah, but I. You came in summer doing- of 2016. Were you guys doing insurance? Yeah, I remember stuff? Jerry, the medical oh, biller. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's right. Well, clearly it I wasn't beauty that. lab. It wasn't beauty lab until no. you came. Well, no, I guess I. It really was the old. Yeah. For a while then. Yeah. I totally. Just, I. You know what? I blocked it. <laughs> <laughs> it was traumatic. She likes. Yeah. To, she likes to act like it was the brown chairs. Oh my gosh. Oh, can we talk about desktop? Can we talk about Tuscan decorations? Yeah, and waterfalls. In your room? Yeah. Not okay, people. Waterfalls make you want to pee. It's a terrible <laughs> thing to have in a waiting room, especially if, like, there's one bathroom down, like, a labyrinth of rooms that you're, like, scared to walk into for violation of HIPAA. <laughs> and it's Tuscan. Like, why does everyone do forest green, rustic browns, and, like, like an elephant statue. Was Tuscany like at the <laughs> forefront of plastic surgery? <laughs> no. Was Tuscany what like says plastic surgery? Yeah, what surgery? says plastic surgery? Like hmm. Tuscan Corinth. <laughs> How about his desk? The huge desk that he said Somebody he wanted. Somebody find some heavy textured stucco. Let's just swipe it all over the walls. And how about some busts of some perfectly formed women? Just like emerging bronze, from a rock. You know, bronze boobs from a rock. Yeah. Amazing. Oh no, he had a huge office and a huge desk compared to where does Reagan hang out when he's not actively on his feet working? Any room that's <laughs> open. Like, like, like half of that cheek perched on like half of a stool in the last room, like trying to text. My back. favorite is when he's in Gentry's room. Oh yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's like kind of just like secluded and it's usually like if she's not here, obviously it's dark. And I don't know why he just doesn't turn the lights on. Because he like, doesn't have oh, time. Right. Room. And it's, it is a crying <laughs> room. It's a crying room. But he also doesn't have time. He's like in between like he'll – what's the longest break he's ever taken? 11 minutes? I mean, honestly. Yeah, for real. Yeah. I know. I know. He, Compared to like the plastic surgeon having an office and this thick desk and we'd go back. There'd be people waiting, yeah. people in the rooms, and he'd be like – like playing Fortnite, you know, <laughs> or like talking to his kids, and we'd be like, uh, "You have seven patients waiting yeah. for in the you. waiting room, and then no urgency, no sense of urgency, no sense of respect for their time or money." And it's not unique to him. He was a really nice guy. He was like, I think, a customer service yeah. nice guy. He wanted, he gave a lot of stuff away free. Oh, totally. He's very kind. Yeah. yeah. He, really it wasn't, he was it very... wasn't about, it was just that is how traditional medical practices work. And we've all seen that. Yeah. You oh, see it everywhere. Sure. Everyone yeah. has offices. Beauty, yeah. Lab, Beauty Lab is a little different. Nobody has an office. Not even us. Yes. Not even us. <laughs> we also We're hang out to... in the crying room. Yeah. <laughs> When gentry, gentry, when you're not here, that's what's happening. Yeah, no one tell Gentry she's gonna like 
start bugging it. Start locking her room. Seriously. <laughs> no, not the crying room. What was it like for you, Sam? So what was one of the first things that you – tell us, like, the two things that you absolutely loved and the two things that you were hesitant about but have now grown to love. Like, the things that were hardest for you to transition from. So you go from growing up um, – being in a practice that has, like, three, four employees to, like, 16 now. So you yeah. have to learn how to be a team. Yeah. Everybody putting in work. Not necessarily doing something for everybody, but contributing. Yeah, everybody pulling their fair share. Yeah. That's It's tough when you have, you know, a large staff. For and sure. for a long time, it was <clears throat> me, Dre, and Sam. And we didn't have to. And it was us as, like, a very, very cohesive unit, just us three. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, we had to break out into roles and we had to, you know, had to become a team. And that's really hard. It's like when you're an only child and then you get siblings. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I felt like we were bringing home, we were bringing home like a new baby scared to tell Sam every week. Like, who's going to tell her? Just no one tell her. Let's just wait till she like sees the crib. Yeah. <laughs> wait till she sees the crib. Yeah. She sees the crib and she'll be walking by all happy and just stop in her tracks. <laughs> What is this interview you're doing? <laughs> no, what was that like for you, though? It was, I feel like at first it was uncomfortable. Now I've grown to love it. I seriously love having all these team members on our team and being able to count on everybody or asking somebody, like, hey, can you do this? And everybody's so willing. So that's, that's pretty awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And awesome. not having everything dependent on yourself. Because at first I was the only secretary at that time, and I couldn't ask the nurse to come in and open my shift. She wouldn't do that. She didn't yeah. even have keys, right? And you certainly couldn't ask me because I was like asleep till like 10, <laughs> 10 or 11. So that wasn't happening. Dre had two little babies. Yep. Yeah, it was, yep. your, it was your show. Yeah. yeah. I remember like when I first started, Sam, I think you went on vacation to Florida or something and you were like, this is the first vacation I've ever taken. And <laughs> we were so scared. I know. We and were I was so just scared. like, are we going to be okay? Like we might close that was that was a huge learning curve for us as owners because we recognized how dependent we were on you and how that is both a huge asset but also a huge liability because it puts you in an uncomfortable situation where you're not allowed to breathe take a bathroom (laughs) break get married do anything and then it also puts us in the vulnerable position where you're out of town and we're calling you every 15 minutes so no that was it was a good learning experience for sure and I learned so much about like just the business. I was like, oh, all of these things that Sam experiences on a daily basis. Yeah. That's what that feels like. Astounding. Really. I know. I know. Well, you have done well, such a good days, job. We'd close for a whole hour for lunch. You and now I, and lock the door. I remember that too. Yeah, they would I, lock the door. You were here for a little I bit of that. I never was there for that. Yes, she was. Was she not? I think we stopped doing it when she started coming because you came in in and you're like, we can't close for lunch. I'm like, what is this? Like people would be like waiting out there and we'd all be back here just eating for an hour with the door locked. They would lock the door. Oh, And that's what traditional medical places do. I hate when I call somewhere and they're like, we will be closed from 11 to 1. Yeah. I'm like, cool. The prime time that I I want to make a call. Yeah. After I drop my kids off and have time to go anywhere or do anything. I'll just set a timer on my phone to call when you're open. I do remember, Sam, you telling me about one time there was, like, going to be an event, like a like an influencer event or something, and so you guys closed, and the esthetician went and got her hair done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you were yeah. just like, okay. <laughs> like, why like, am I still here? <laughs> no, everyone left to get their hair done, and we had, like, business to do. I think I came in and, like, Rage, didn't I? Yeah, you did. You said, where is everybody? And I said, they would go get their hair done. <laughs> I was like, oh, 
hell no. <laughs> but that was that was kind of my lack of experience. Like, is this how would you call this a business? It's not a business. Right. It's a medical. It's a know. cosmetic. Oh wait. Well, ours no, or? ours is different. Ours yeah. is a business. You know, yes. theirs is like. A, it's a medical, medical practice. Yeah, yeah. Medical that's practice. what it is. Where they're in charge, the customer is has no say. Yeah, absolutely no say. The you mis- guys are going to do what we say. You're going when we say yeah. we're going to do it. When our schedule, when it works we're out for our open schedule, from eight to five. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh-huh. sorry if you work eight to five, like every other human on the planet. Like you have to get paid time off. Yeah. Or, or time but, off. But yeah. Don't plan on coming in at lunch because <laughs> we're closed for two hours. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, it is crazy to think how far. Um, we've come and where we came from. I think that's why we are so clear about saying, do not call us a med spa. Yeah. Because we are not a medical practice. We are a medical business. Yes. We're a cosmetic medical business. And we are here first and foremost for the customer. Yeah. And customer's always right. Would you customer's say? Customer's always right. What's yeah. been your favorite thing about the transition to Beauty Lab? Being able to come in at like 8.30 in the morning. I've stayed here late as well. Just bending over backwards for clients. That's the great part about Beauty Lab. And that's the great part of you, that that's your favorite thing. Like, <laughs> I wasn't saying, like, the worst part. I said, what's the best part? No, I will say, Sam, you are so good because you genuinely, like, love the Beauty Labbers. And I think that's why, like, we all resonate together so much because, like, I know Heather feels the same way. I feel the same way. Marilla feels the same way. Like, we love our people. We mm. love our – we love the staff, but we love – our people like we love our people, but Sam is the only one that remembers their name. Oh, Sam, <laughs> no! Literally, Sam one time texted me. I was like in the back room, and Sam texted me, and she was like, "Oh, remember that girl that has three kids, and she has that cat named Sunny, and she went on that vacation <laughs> to Thailand like two years ago. She's here." <laughs> I was like, "I." And she's like, "I brought some kibble for Sunny. I saw it on the schedule two days ago. Just wanted to make sure <laughs> someone's taking care of Sunny. Is Sunny still okay?" I know. <laughs> Tell me all about Seriously, sunny surgery. Sam's brain is like a vault. It's a vault of knowledge. But it has changed ever since you guys started this keto train. Oh, <laughs> I am on low carb and I cannot remember a single thing. And the other day I was sitting at the front desk and Rilla goes, if you don't remember anything, then we're doomed. <laughs> it's so true. That's so true. When you looked up at me that day and you're like, I eat carbs. <laughs> same, Sam. I feel same. the same way. We're we all, all feel the same way. So Sam, talk to us a little bit about, I mean, like, yes, the transition um, and, and how you were saying that like, you know, the staff growing and everything. What about like, what do you feel about working at a like female owned and operated practice or business? Like, because I get that question a lot. Like, oh, how is it working with so many girls? Oh, I get it all the time. They're like, isn't it so much drama and blah, blah, blah. It's actually so badass. Like, you work with so many females, you know their stories. Every girl has a story. You know that. Everybody knows that. Yes, yes. And so it's just so interesting. It's kind of like, I don't know, I'm a mom now, so it's kind of like a birth story. Everybody has a different birth story. True. I love it. Yeah. So when you ask somebody, like, okay, like, where'd you come from or what happened? And it's it's always so interesting. Yeah, that's true. That's a good way to look at it. So what would you say is the best thing about working for two women? Is just that everyone has a story. What would be the best thing would be that they understand. Like they understand. I'm a mom now, so I'm a mom to a one, almost a one year old, and they understand when my kid's sick. That happens to everybody. It happens to every single mom. 
And it's a horrible, horrible feeling. They can put themselves in my shoes and be like, okay, yeah, I understand. Like, let me see where I can help you if your kid is sick and I can come in and watch the front. Disclaimer, though, Sam, I don't think Sam has ever changed. (laughs) And, like, baby Philip is the healthiest child. Yeah, apparently. Because then, like, she mentioned in that group text that he had croup. And I'm like, I didn't know he had croup. When did he have croup? (laughs) I know. I know. Like, a lot of women's lives would shut down because they just – but you are – you have managed that so well. That has been, like, something that I have just had massive respect for you this past year. I can't, first of all, believe that it's – He's almost a year old. Yeah, that is insane. I remember when we didn't even going. believe you were pregnant. I know. I rem- I was just going to say, like, I remember Sam pulling me to the consult room and being like, I have to tell you something. And I was just like, oh, boy. The day after I found out I was pregnant, first person I told was my boss. <laughs> I remember. And I, like, think that you're still trying to break it to us, like, you're like, I might be pregnant. <laughs> like, what do you mean, like, a little bit? Or, like, was this something that we can just, like, take care of? Or what do you mean you might be? <laughs> We're like, okay, are our lives com- completely going to change now? Yeah, well, we like, knew they, we, th- we assumed they would. Yeah. Because we, as with everyone, when you become a mother, having, being a working single mom is, you know, absolutely ridiculously hard to manage. And I have been just full um, transparency, so impressed with you. Like, you're, you have not missed a day. I know. You have been right as rain. So, how have, how have you done that? You have to have support at home. I have, I have 100% support. I have aunts sisters, mother-in-law, the everything that I can ask for. And even coworkers. I've had plenty of coworkers that just text me and say, hey, if you need somebody to watch your son between these days, I'm home. Aww. So that's been nice. That's nice. It's been really nice. And it's totally just, nice. And it's all about planning and scheduling. That coworker Which, was not me. I just <laughs> have to point out. I'm like, what coworkers? <laughs> what has been the most difficult thing about being a working single mom? Probably not being home all the time. Not being with him. Missing him. Yeah. You'll grow out of that. Just kidding. (laughs) I think the first year is the hardest, you know, because it's when they can't bug you as much, you know. You don't need a break. Yeah. You don't need a break as much. You want to just. I think it's a really good year because he doesn't need much. Like, he doesn't walk or anything like that. So, it's good. Yeah. I know. But it is. It's hard leaving your kids. It is. It's totally hard, like. You know, saying goodbye in the morning. And and Sam pulls 12-hour days, I want to point out. Yes. Which is amazing. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of those little things that you feel like you miss. And, like, you, it just it, it breaks your heart, you yeah. know. I know. You're such a good mama, though, Sammy. You are. You're good I do work you. Tuesday through Friday, so I have a full three-day week, three weekend always. That's so good. Nice. That's yeah. great. So That's good perspective. That, yeah. That whole time. For sure. I know. I think it's hard for all moms. I mean, we joke about, like... I can't wait to go to work, but you know, I think it is. It's hard to, yeah. it's hard to leave your babies. Yeah. It's hard to leave your babies. And there's trailings of, of shame and guilt that are put on by society and by our own hearts and our own nurturing natures. Like I was watching 600 pound life and this, you know, morbidly obese girl was saying, you know, my mom worked and I like looked up from my <laughs> pizza and I was like, what? <laughs> You know, but she literally said that yeah. as a reason why she had gained, you know, a debilitating amount of weight. She's like, my mom worked and she was a working single mom and she had two jobs. So, you know, she was never there. And like, I just felt this stab in my heart, like, 
That's awful. It was awful. But if you look at a lot of shows, like any of those addiction shows, they'll always like throw out a line like that. But that's part of that mom shaming, you know? No, totally. And P.S., her father had left when she was six months old, had never contributed a dime, had never been there for her. But it wasn't like, well, my dad left when I was six months old. It's like, well, my mom worked. My mom worked. (laughs) So I I comforted myself with food. And I think everyone has different coping mechanisms, but we hear that line a lot. And so I think it's deeply embedded in our subconscious and it's hard to shake it even though we know that kids of working moms are self-reliant they are independent they have have great role models philip will be a better husband brother son and father because he has seen his mom you yeah. know pull the weight and do the right things and yeah. i feel the same for my girls like you just have to reframe the narrative absolutely and but i'm shocked at how often we are that is embedded in in our you know thought process but it's not true yeah it's statistically no, no, not totally. true at all Totally. And you have little boys. I do. Yeah, we're, bo- we're all yeah. working moms, you know? Yeah, we're all working moms. So none of us are, like, pointing Except the fingers. Except Marilla. <laughs> Marilla's not a working mom. He's a dog dad. I'm blessed. <laughs> blessed. Yeah, but, no, we're all in it together. And I think that um, mentality is important. Like, we all have the have a high level of passion and commitment to Beauty Lab and Beauty Lab success and an equally high level of commitment and passion for our children's success. And, um to be able to recognize that in each other and honor that totally. and make sure yeah. that. And I think maybe that's for you, like maybe that's why like working for female bosses or whatever, like that's what's resonating for you is because like we do get it because we're in the same position. Yeah, exactly. Like, yep. And without you even having to say it, we have mad respect for the sacrifices that we know you're making. You know, it's, we, we get it totally. hundred yeah. yeah. percent. Well, we love you. We love little we baby. Love Baby Philly, he's so cute. So, Sam, what would you say are the most common questions that you get um, just on a daily basis from beauty lovers? Yeah, like what's the one question you know when you get to work, you're going to answer that like, question? Like what do you wish day. you could just record and then you're <laughs> like, press button. <laughs> <laughs> How much is a mini lip pump? Okay. Oh, oh, really? All the time. And what? I feel like I have to remind myself all the time, like I've been in this industry for a little while now. I know what Botox is. I know what filler is. But does everybody else know? People don't know. But you know no. what's, what that speaks to is even though we are so transparent about our pricing, even though we put it on all of our marketing, all of our Instagram, all of our social media, and our website, how much a mini lip pump is, no one believes it. Because in the medical industry, the price you see written is never the price you pay. Correct. So they think totally. they're going to come in here and they're going to pay 50 bucks for numbing, $25 for medical records, uh, yeah. give their credit card in advance. Yeah, they and think there's... And yeah. tips. And so so that question is completely revealing about that they don't trust. We still aren't at a level of trust yet. Because my mind is blown right now. That is, is the that biggest the question time. you and get. And I get those questions of, okay, I want to do Botox, but how many units do you think I'll need? Which I get. It's confusing to somebody that's not part of this world. Like, what's 10? Well, I still don't ever know how many I'm going to really need because I don't Same. know. You Last know? time I used 82 units. <laughs> 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 Weston told me that I about my bowels. <laughs> it's a unit for every dog year. For real. Can you imagine though being the consumer and going in and then they're like, um, that'll be eight hundred and twenty. Yeah, I would die. I would never go I in. Would would die. You go in once a year and cross mortgage. your fingers. Yes, yeah. I know. That's ridiculous. No one should be expected to be a soothsayer, you know, and predict. <laughs> We're not medical people, but that, I mean, we say 350, it's like, and I love when you say to people, it's just like Target. If you put it in your cart and you ring you out, there's no tax, there's no surcharge, there's no tip. If it says 350, you pay 350. Yep, that's it. But they still don't believe us because they've never gone to a medical practice 
or business, a medical business where that is the case. Yeah. They totally. get you get hoodwinked. Yeah. It's so true. And, and you get hoodwinked. Well, we've come a long way with laser hair removal. Everybody thinks they have to be signed up for a 12-month program, 18-month program, they're gonna be locked in. They have to go for two yeah. to three years. Like, that's not how it works. <laughs> Even if they hate the person yeah. or their esthetician leaves and yeah. goes somewhere else or, it's not or, working. or doesn't work on yeah. them or and they so go scared. gray in the process. Yes. And, and it's, like, <laughs> it's my nightmare. Just disclaimer, laser hair removal does not work on blonde, red, or gray hair. So if you get locked into a three-year commitment with some practice that's trying to, like, um, bleed you dry slowly monthly <laughs> it's if you go gray during that process you are out your money or how about like i have some like blonde friends that laser hair removal is completely worked on what yeah but like i think that they just have enough pigment in their hair follicle that it does work and then i have other friends and redheads that it has not worked on at all and so like how do you know you know so you have so to have you a have system to like try. And, and yeah and i'm just thinking of one of my close friends yeah. um, that comes here and she did. She was just like, well, I want to try it. It didn't work on my boyfriend at all because he's a redhead. And she's like, but like, if it is going to work, then I for sure want to do it. And I was like, oh, it's like 50 bucks. Just do it and just yeah. try it once. And it totally worked. So how would she have known? Yeah. And how, what if she, what if it hadn't worked and she'd gotten into like a $4,000 totally. three-year commitment Totally. and then they wouldn't give her her money back or if they did, they charge her exorbitant fees to cancel or yeah. um, change her contract. Yeah. Yeah. So I know. Yeah. Yay is, for us. That was actually that's a, another, that was a great Heather idea. What's be, it's what's kept me from never <laughs> doing laser hair yes. removal is like, why would I pay $3,000 for something that, that might be so excruciatingly painful that I'll never go back? Yeah. yeah. Might not work. I might hate the experience and prefer shaving or waxing. Like, And there is no trial. There's no test. And also, I don't want to go spend an hour in your medical practice to get sold on it. Because once you get me in that room and you shut the door and I've been sitting there for two hours, yes. chances are you're going to sign me up for something that I do not want to buy. Yeah. And that principle alone kept me from ever even inquiring about it. Oh, totally. Or how about everybody thinking that laser hair removal is like two to three thousand dollars? Yeah, it's not for a face. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's very, very affordable. Just to be clear, Beauty Lab and Laser does single session laser hair removal. It will not get rid of your hair. It'll get rid of your hair for that month. <laughs> but you have to do multiple, multiple sessions of laser hair removal in order to have your hair um, significantly reduced. Yeah, permanently reduced. Permanently reduced. <laughs> um, so we developed a system where you can do single sessions when you're here, when you're in town, when you want to, um, when you can afford it. And also, of course, package pricing for people that are committed in midstream and want to get a discount, but also um, you know, don't want to ever be locked into something. I don't know where I'm going to be in three years. Yeah, I do not want to be. I don't, do not want my laser hair removal contract to be the one thing keeping me. Keeping <laughs> me I'm grounded. sorry, I can't move to Hawaii. Yeah, I, I can't take that job promotion. I'm fifteen hundred dollars in already. Yeah, yeah. But that is totally. that is the reality that a lot of people face, and that's completely ass backwards. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Well, I just did. <laughs> <laughs> we're at an explicit setting on iTunes. Oh, good. So we're, we're good. You can let it fly. Let it fly. Contracts. Has anybody ever been to a spa where they have to sign this membership contract? They're t- tied in for twelve months and they can't get out. Then you're in all those money. Yeah. Oh, totally. And as a business owner, I would be horrified if when I asked, when like I heard it all the time from my friends, like, "Where do you go?" Or like, "I just got totally burned. Where do you go?" Oh, I go here. Well, why do you continue to go there if one it doesn't work, or one you hate it, or two you got burned? How about? Oh, I'm in a contract. <laughs> I'm in a contract. Well. The only the devil makes contracts. Like if you're a business that has to contract your customers in, then you're not running a good business. 
Yeah, I agree. Honestly, they should come back because they love you and because you do good service. McDonald's does not have me in a contract. And I visit <laughs> them and I continue to patronize their store daily, if not hourly. So if you are a good business, you should never have to lock your customers into a contract ever. Ever. Love that. Which leads us yes. into what do we offer for our regular patronizing clients that is not a contract but gives them all the benefits and perks of a contract? Yeah, so we have a beauty lab bank. It gives you all the incentive. And on top of that, you don't have to be on this higher tier, lower tier, anything like that. You get incentive prices no matter what. Monthly con- monthly payment, not a contract. <laughs> and then just cancel 30 days beforehand. Just let us know, hey, I'm moving. Or, hey, I can't afford it next month. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it's and so, so you get an automatic amount um, withdrawn from your bank account every month, which you just collect, and it's available to you. And then by doing that, by showing your commitment to Beauty Lab um, and your desire to give us your hard-earned money, <laughs> we you know kick it back to you with Beauty Lab or perks and discounted pricing and just kind of loyalty rewards because we understand like to commit part of your income to business every month, you know, we want to commit back to you and show you how much we respect and value that. Well, do you guys remember how we even started that? There was that one cute girl that was coming in and making a payment on her lips like every month because she was just like, I can't, I I don't have 600 bucks right now, Yeah, but like, I'm going to come in and I'm going to make a payment. So she would like come in and make a payment to Sam of like a hundred dollars or like $50 or whatever. And so it was kind of like layaway. Yeah. And we were like, Really, like, we sh- lots of people would probably want to do this. I, like, I would totally do that. Just, like, kind of budget for it. And, like, you know, once I have, once I've been making that payment for four or five months, I know I have the money in right. it. And we did feel like we should have thrown her a discount for that. Because, like, totally. she, we, she let us know five months in advance that she was in it, you know. I mean, just for the mm-hmm. self, you know, dedication alone, like, it's really hard to, like, walk in and make a payment. Like, once that money, once you, that money is, like, in an envelope in your drawer, you're going to spend it. But if you can give it to someone else and you know it's locked away safe. Yeah. And then that you can use it for whatever you want. Yeah. But that kind of led us to the next thing where we saw a lot of our customers that we loved and they didn't, weren't in a position to, um, they wanted their lips that weekend for a big event or they wanted, you know, to get, Mostly lips. I'm going to say lips was the big drop. I'm getting married in May. I'm getting married in May. I don't have six months to make $100 payments for a full lip plump, which is $600. And so that's how we came up with the laptop. The beauty laptop. So tell us a little bit about the beauty laptop. So it's a loan, in house financing, no credit check, no interest. You just pay $200 a month for five months or 10 months, depending on what loan you take out. Um, And you can get all the perks and everything you want on it. Pretty easy. It is super easy. So that was a system where people could come in, get exactly what they wanted that day, and then just on a handshake, guarantee that they will continue to pay us for the next six or ten months, depending on how many perks they got. Now, has this bit us? Have we had a lot of people scam us? I would say a fair amount. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sadly. And you know, it's sad for them. Yeah. Because it hasn't hurt our business. We're continuing. We're forging ahead. It means Dre and I don't get paid. No big deal. Uh, <laughs> not any anything new. <laughs> but I still would never take away the lab tab. Yeah. Because, because the people who do make good on it, like, I love them. They're the and best. And I'm happy that they could get their lips and pay us back. Yeah. yeah. And money, money is... We value your dollar whether you have a million of them or you have ten of them. And for anyone to commit their money to us... I'm, we have, like, reverence for I would say. really where the referrals are at. Because once you do good on, like, lips or anything like that, they're going to tell their friends. Totally. Yeah, and they're going to yeah, come back. Like, it's, it's kind of like counter. Like, if you do good and you give people value, they'll come back to you regardless of 
you know, like, but if you are always, people sense when you're just hungry for the dollar Oh, and we always say people over profit and it has not, it has given us a better work environment. And I think given us a better business model and ultimately develop stronger relationships with our customers so that the people calling aren't mad at Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. So one of the things that, um, when we asked a question on Instagram about like what people would want to hear about on the podcast, one that was recurring was how to lab on a budget. So really it's the beauty bank, right? Like when you say that's the best way to, to lab on a budget and then also send your friends in. Yeah. You'll get referral credit, $25 for each friend. I had a girl come in that sent her last night, actually sent four spray tans in. It was like a wedding party, the bride and the mom, the sister and an aunt. And the girl that referred that her got a hundred bucks because she sent four friends in. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. So she got her mini, mini lip pump for two fifty yeah. instead of three fifty. Yeah. Genius. And then if you're she's on a bank, she's actually getting it for two twenty five. Yeah, because you get so. discounted pricing when you're on the bank. So <laughs> the be- that's the best way to lab on a budget. Yeah. And then and rack your brilliant distinctions. Yeah, I was just gonna say brilliant distinctions and aspire both are like the untapped gems will always so do you want to just explain what those are yeah they're just loyalty programs with the people that make the injections we sign you up with your email um and you get rebates and coupons kicked back to you with just your email yeah but the best part of that for someone like me that never checks their email and also hates rebates and coupons (laughs) is that that beauty like sam manages it from the back end so you basically just have to come in verify that you exist that you got the services with just a text Every time mm-hmm. you get, and then you don't have to bring in a coupon. You don't have to cut anything out. You don't have to screenshot anything. You don't have even have to track it. Um, Beauty Lab does all, in, yeah, nothing. nothing. No one's going to call you. You're not part of a database, but Beauty Lab will track those rebates for you and pass them right back onto you. And just as another disclaimer for when we've been talking about the medical industry, um, anybody that injects you is a membership has these rebates coming to them. So if you have been going to a medical practice and getting repeated injections and never been getting kicked back any coupons or rebates, all that means is that the medical practice has been doing it unbeknownst to you and they have been cashing in your rebates to pad their bottom line and not passing along the savings to you, which is a promise that Beauty Lab would never do. When we found out that other medical practices were doing that, mm-hmm. well, one, we couldn't believe it wasn't criminally like prosecutable. And I, I actually do think that it's illegal. It because has to be illegal. It's, it's theft. Yeah, and because it's um, big pharma, right? Like, yeah. aren't there like a lot of regulations with? Well, there, um, sh- there should be, but it seems like they're all still in business, even though they mm-hmm. are cashing in rebates on customers and just never passing the savings along to you. So you are probably signed up, whether you know it or not. So just bear with Beauty Lab when we like try to get the details of it, because all yeah. we're doing it for is to be able to kick that money directly back to you. So instead of paying three fifty, we'll say, oh, you have twenty dollars brilliant distinctions. You're going to pay. 350 minus 20, which mm-hmm. I can't do off the top of my head. 330. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys, let's um, move on to our little recurring segments. Let's talk about the Beauty Lab bash. So the Beauty Lab bash is when we bash on something that we don't like. It can be anything. And this week we decided that we are going to bash on the latest college admissions scandal. Do you want to... We'll tell our listeners if they haven't heard, so, if you've been living under a rock. Yeah, or and just if you listen to this 10 years down the road in a time capsule on the planet Mars. <laughs> um, it just broke last week that 50 people were indicted in a huge, um, intricate college admissions scam that 
involved several institutions kind of buying proctors and buying test admission centers and also buying off coaches and recruitment people with big amounts of cash in order to facilitate um, students getting into prestigious universities that had um, low-end scores or low-end grades or and and absolutely wouldn't have made the um, admissions process without a bribe. So it was bribing universities. And the real hurt in this is that um, the kids that work really hard and are and feel like they are only going to get on their merits alone and don't have rich or famous parents to bribe their way in, um, they absolutely lose a spot, right? Because it's scarcity. Not everyone can attend USC. Not everyone can attend Yale. Not everyone can attend Stanford. Mm -hmm. So if someone gets in not on their own merits, that means someone that could have gotten in on their own merits loses the spot, which is why it kind of stings the most. And I think why people are so upset about it, because I think we can all agree that in society, we know that celebrity and money gets you things that you don't deserve. You know, that's like a common thing. So why is it so illegal and horrifying when it applies to college? Because, you know, we're told our entire lives, like if you work hard and, you know, get good grades and get good test scores. Like I saw a lot of like the Twitter chatter, people saying, I worked my ass off to pass the SATs and I didn't get in and they got my spot and they didn't even, they had like someone sit next to them and correct their paper. Yeah, totally. And and that's got to, that's got to hurt when, when your entire future resides on you getting into a prestigious university. That being said, so yeah, of course I've been, I might have been horrified by it, but it's also turned me on to a lot of great bloggers. <laughs> so one of the most notable um, people that has been embroiled in this scandal is Olivia Jade, and she is the daughter of Massimo Giannulli and Lori Laughlin of Full and Fuller House, and Massimo's the Target t-shirt empire guy. And they're these two gorgeous people that had two gorgeous daughters who um, didn't necessarily have their sights set on college, but it was very important to their parents who had not attended um, university to send their daughters to USC and to get them accepted. So they went as far as to Photoshop the girls' faces onto a crew team, and they had them pose actually on rowing boats to look like they were members of the crew. And they also had their tests um, fabricated, and they got them in under the guise of um, normal admission standards through an athletic recruitment scholarship as part of the USC crew team. And, like, some pretty big um, donations, right? Oh, they had they paid over um, five hundred thousand yeah. dollars, I think, to yeah. get their kids in. So every time that they got someone to, they had to buy the crew crew coach off or the test proctor or the facilitator. They would donate to this faux foundation and in huge, huge amounts. So they had five hundred thousand dollars, and they sent their girls to school. Now, the real tragedy that I'm bashing on is the parents' agenda, because while the girls were complicit and did this, they knew they weren't on the crew team, and they had to question at 18 years old why they were posing on a crew boat. Right. You know? Mom, Dad, why do I have, why do I have to Why are you spritzing my face with water like I'm sweating? They had to know. But um, Olivia Jade was pretty vocal in her previous YouTube things that she wasn't into school. She wanted to be a YouTuber. She wanted to film 24-7. She was passionate about her makeup and her friends. And she's like, I guess I'll go to game days and parties. But like, as you all know, saying this to her viewers, I'm not into school. It's really important to my parents. And she hasn't spoken publicly since the scandal broke. And Heather's she has, been waiting with bated breath. Yeah, refreshing. I, 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 am a, <laughs> I am a fan for life. Like, because I think, I mean, I love, I mean, I follow serial killers. Why wouldn't I follow Olivia <laughs> yeah, Jade, right? Right, like, right? There are far worse things that have been done in the name of pleasing our parents, right? And I totally, I kind of, um, I kind of relate to her in that 
you know, there was times when I would have rather chewed my own arm off than disappoint my father. And so when you're 18 and you're under that intense influence, you know, it's easy. It's very difficult to take a moral stand and say, this seems fishy. Yeah. Because her whole life. Mom and dad. Is this on the up and up? (laughs) Right. Like her whole life she'd gotten things because they were famous and rich. I don't think they ever, she ever questioned that. She was woke. Yeah. And so it didn't seem as nefarious to her as it really was. Yeah. But I am hoping on the tail end of this beauty lab bash is that she owns she owns who she is independent of her parents. And she owns her own culpability in it and comes out and speaks to people that are, you know, in those positions and also recognizes that she's in a powerful position to do good. She's since lost all of her corporate sponsorship. She hasn't done a YouTube video since. And, you know, I spent the greater portion of St. Patrick's Day watching a lot of her makeup <laughs> videos. I've adopted quite a few tricks, quite a few palettes of Sephora I'm going to check out. And I genuinely enjoyed her. So there's, I had never heard of her before and now I'm a fan. So she has to recognize that she is even a bigger name now because of this and to, you know, turn lemons into lemonade and nobody gets through life unscathed. Nobody is perfect. And while this is a big, huge, horrible black mark, she can make reparations. Totally. She can donate and defer the money she makes, you know, to students that miss out every day because they can't afford to even register to take an SAT, let alone buy a camera to pose on a crew (laughs) and pretend to be something they're not. So that my bash is for parents that um, project their own insecurities onto their children and for people that take through privilege and wealth positions from those that actually deserve them. I was so scared of taking the ACT. You were. It's terrifying. How did it's you like, do? I didn't totally remember. Would you, have needed, would you have needed a recruitment scholarship? <laughs> She's like, break out the camera. Yeah. The <laughs> We're joining the crew team. <laughs> do I really need this test to survive <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But you can imagine someone working their entire life, you know, oh my gosh, and then losing, yes. losing out to someone because their parents were rich. Yeah. Someone who actually just wants to be a YouTuber. Yeah. Who, he didn't want it in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Right. Totally. No, everybody lost with that. Everybody lost. Yeah, but they they can do more to make it right, yep. you know? And them going to prison, I don't think Olivia Jade should go to prison. No, um, me either. There's a chance she might. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Really? Zero to 50 years or something for oh. male. It's it's a federal offense. It's um, Well, she hasn't been charged, but she could be, possibly, because yeah, yeah. she Watch it was just complicit. open. She was, <laughs> watch this, like... <laughs> the wrong the person United just heard Department this. Department of Justice. <laughs> no, um, her parents were charged with honest services by mail fraud, um, wire services by fraudulent wire services. Like, anything you mail becomes a federal offense. And if you are fraudulent, oh. mailing a picture of her on sure. the crew team... Yeah, fraud. And, yeah, and, it, and huh. they have emails no. where they were complicit and they knew exactly what they were doing. Obviously, that no one was blindly... I mean... She, certainly she knew she wasn't going to be on the USC <laughs> rowing team. I mean, at some point, the muscles alone would have been a turnoff to her. She wouldn't, she's very, very petite. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's my bash. Love it. And what'd you do it though? If you had the privilege and position, would you do it? I am too much of a rule follower. You are. I could not. Too. I could not. Like that would make my moral compass so wonky that that would be, I don't think I could do it. I get it, like, because I would do anything for my kids, but yeah. I won't do that. 
Yeah. Well, you won't. I mean, I think that I would find ways to donate and throw my weight around and volunteer. And, totally. And be on the scene and like paint and my face like tutor. a Trojan <laughs> and get her tutors. Yeah. And yeah. force her to be on the crew team. Yeah. And be force like, learn her. and train <laughs> and wake up yes. at 5 a.m. And if this is if this yes. is the easiest, lowest bar to getting an athletic scholarship, then you're going to be waking up at 4 a.m. and we're going to move totally. to Harvard and you're no, going to crew. I'm your absolutely whole life. not above pushing my agenda right. on my kids. Like, I get that. Like, that's a human flaw of, of all parents, truly. But the whole, like, breaking the law to to get my kids into school, yeah, I would be more, like, back-end, like, Do whatever okay, I'm going to get you the tutor. Like, yeah. oh, there's, like, an available Japanese scholarship? Excellent. You're learning Japanese. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, like, and there's, and that, yes. alone, that alone speaks to privilege. You know what I mean? Because we'd totally. have to have the money to buy all those things and be in a position to know that yeah. there's a Japanese scholarship. So privilege <laughs> and admissions will never go away. Yeah. But... So that it's you're already stacked. This deck is already stacked against underprivileged um, students that are smarter and more dedicated and more um, willing you know, to put the work in than our kids. So we have to at least play by the rules. Yeah, at the very least. Totes. Okay, moving on. Our labber of the week um, is it is Christina. Cartel. Yay! And you need to speak mostly to yeah. this. Yeah. Didn't you just have a Christina Cartel experience? <laughs> yes. I just went to visit her um, salon out in Orem. It's so, so, so cute. And I actually came back and I was like, you guys, this is the cutest place I ever went. And it's not just like cute. It's like really nice when you walk in. She's so, a huge Harry Potter fan. Her whole bathroom is Harry Potter. At the, at the studio. At the studio. Oh, my gosh. You just made her raise yes. I'm just like making she that horrible face. She wants to make you feel like BuzzFeed. <laughs> Oh my over gosh. her bathroom. Well, let's okay. get her on BuzzFeed. Let's give a little background to who Christina Kreitel is. Okay, so Christina Kreitel is on the Cosmoprof artistic team. Um, she knows, like, Guy Tang, all those, like, really known hairdressers, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, she just did my hair, you guys, and I love it. She's a big she's name a in the in the hair world, She's a big name sure. in hair. She found us. She lives in Provo, right? Is the studio yeah. in Provo? And she found Beauty Lab through social media. She to- totally resonated with her. So she came in, unbeknownst to us, as a huge influencer in her own right, a huge force on social media. And she just called ahead and said, can I film my experience? We're like, absolutely. We're all about it. She came here. We fell in love with her. There were there was no official collab. There was no official trade for services. There was nothing. It nothing. was just fellow people in business. She's a woman business owner. Owns her own studio, owns salon. Her own studio. Mom is a mom. Yeah, expecting she's another. So cool. Came in with her newborn baby. Yeah, and like we kind of took care was, of the baby. I think. Yeah. Yes. She that's right. Listen how badass she is. She is about to be due for her next child in six weeks, and she's moving into a new home. What? I would not move into a new home in six weeks. Like, so much props to her. Yeah. yeah. She's so cool. Her. I love her. She's Yeah, she has been a huge supporter of our business and a wonderful customer. And she's started doing all the Beauty Labber's hair, which speaks volumes to her and her skill set. And I love your hair. Your hair looks your hair so looks good. Never so better. Same good. with Miranda. Yeah, Miranda's looks so she's good, done too. She's Sam and Miranda's. Anyone else's? Yeah. I think she's going to do Hillary's. <gasps> she's really? like, I'm yeah. doing all the beauty labbers, and that is such an honor to us. So yes. shout out to you, Christina Kreitel, for being a strong woman in business, for doing such a kick-ass job on Sam's hair, and for finding us and supporting her business. And for being the first, I think she was the first person to ever go live on IG. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Beauty Lab. Like, yeah. we were even too nervous to do it, and she's like... 
I'm just going to go live. And yeah, let's go totally live, live streamed her entire injections process. This was like a year ago. or how, Yeah, it was, it was right when IGTV ago. came yeah. out and IG Live yeah, came Yeah, and I remember she, like that thrill. Like when I, because I got the notification because I follow her and it was like, Christina Kreitel is, is live or whatever. I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's just anyone that's as passionate about social media as we are and as passionate about Beauty Lab as we are is like, you know. She's like our people. Home run. Yeah, yeah, she's our people. And we love you, Christina Cartel. You are our beauty Heather lover. Loves you. Do you remember changing her baby's bum when she first came human? I mean, I, if, I changed a, <laughs> if I changed a baby diaper, then I love you. That was oh, like the really? first time I met her, I think. Yeah, then. her baby had a blowout. <laughs> and I changed the baby? You helped. Oh, I do remember. I do. Like, yeah. I can be good You're in a like, crisis. That doesn't sound no, like me. I'm good in a crisis. <laughs> I'm good in a crisis, and like anything for the lab, man. Anything for the lab. But Christina, you are our beauty lab of the week. We love you. We love you. We love you. So finally, we're going to wrap it up with a just the tip. We kind of already went over this a little bit with Sam, but our just the tip is: if you want to make the most out of your experience at the lab and save the most money, go ahead and open yourself a beauty bank. You don't even have to come in. Just call or even email us. You don't yeah. even have to Yeah, we can docu-sign it to you. Yeah, docu-sign You can it. start making your payments. You can even make one payment, come in, get the discount, and then cancel. If you're moving or if you... If you want to be a real piece of shit, you can do that. <laughs> Why would you let people... We let people do that? Yeah, 30-day cancellation. We're not going to lock someone in. Yeah, you're not good. If, we, yeah. if you come in and you hate us and you get the discount and you never want to come back, then we should lose money. True. Should. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely, yeah. cancel after you get the discount. Yep, do it. But I'm telling you, I've even had, I've had even some people say like, oh, like I don't, I just want to get my lips done. I don't want to get anything else. Yes, I'm going to do just like one or two months of payments, and then I'm going to cancel. Guess how many of those people have canceled? Zero, because they come in and they love it, and they're like, oh, I didn't even realize that I can also get a hydrofacial for like hundred nineteen dollars. Yeah, if I'm on a beauty bank, I didn't realize that I can get my laser hair removal for twenty percent off. I basically you can get your lip lasered for like what twenty bucks or something like That's that. Like sixteen. Okay, yeah. it's it's so, so affordable, nice. and so like people, I think sometimes we have had like a few little. You guys know who you are, little hustlers, <laughs> and you think that you're gonna just get a deal. And then you're like, oh, just kidding. I love the deal. And I don't ever want to let go of it. So do yourself a favor. Get yourself a beauty bank. That's our just the tip. That's our just the tip for the week. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. With the beauty bank, it's all the best. No BS, just like we promise. Yep. For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the podcast for today. Sammy, thank you so much for being here. Marillo, Hi. thank you so much for producing. So the hard work comes after this for Marilla. <laughs> yeah. Hours and hours of editing. My swear words. <laughs> um, toning down my cackle. <laughs> Give us a good cackle. Go out on a cackle. Again, I can't. I can't perform like just on I'll demand. Come on. Well, thank you for joining us, and we will see you all next week. And until then, remember that life is short. By, By the, the lips. lips.